For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. I don't know. (laughs) All right, we're ready to go. All right, uh, that's Marcus. I'm Ben. With us as always (laughs) from L.A. Started this? (laughs) Yeah, we started it, buddy. Good, good, good. Who are you? Oh, my name is Hollywood Boulevard, Henry Zabrowski, coming you straight (laughs) from the streets of the dirty, dirty, shitty city of Hollywood, California. Very nice. You yeah. got an LA update for us, Henry? Oh, yeah. Millions of dollars. <laughs> Are you Skyping in. Yeah, Henry Zabrowski is Skyping in. So this will be our first experiment with it. I think it should work out perfectly. Uh, Henry, I hear you have some LA evil to tell us. Oh, I so, yeah. So I'm out here. This is an evil town. This is a haunted place. Everywhere you go, there's like, you know, there's always like a man walking down the street. He's got a Snoopy hat on and he's got like, you know, <laughs> headphones not connecting to anything. And he's just going like, you got the star quality. And I'm like, bro, I just I'm trying to get a taco. You know, this <laughs> right. is this whole fucking town. Uh huh. So recently, um, there's been a break in what was uh, one of the most famous unsolved crimes in all of true crime history, the Black Dahlia murders. Oh. Now, if you want to go through any of these details, I pulled this up for the Black Dahlia. uh, Anybody who's not aware of the brutal crime of the Black Dahlia murders, it's a young woman named Elizabeth Short was – Basically, there's a lot of conjecture about whether or not she was like a prostitute or she was like just a, a normal woman. Was a but nice back in the lady. 1940s, there was a really hard uh, decision-making process to, to tell whether or not a woman was a prostitute or just modern. Mm-hmm. How do you, you know? How, how is that a difficult <laughs> process? Did she it. take money before sex, or did she not take money before sex? <laughs> That's pretty much well, yeah, the definition exactly. of it. Was she wearing pants? Well, here's or was some she of the... wearing a finely fitted skirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's some of the gory details. Uh, this is how her body was found. Uh, Short's body was severed at the waist and completely drained of blood. Her face was slashed at the corners of her mouth, and she had multiple cuts on her thighs and breasts where entire portions of flesh had been removed. Mm. She was washed, and her body was posed with her hands over her head and her legs spread. And here's a fun fact. Uh, when you have your mouth slashed from uh, the corner of your mouth mm-hmm. on, it's called a Glasgow smile. Yeah, Isn't that absolutely something? Tar- terrifying. You know, <laughs> also, just imagining a Polish person smiling is yeah. really very sad. No, wait, that's uh, Scottish. Oh, I'm sorry. Another barbarian race in the fucking <laughs> yeah. shitty Europe. I like that they just completely tore her apart and they're like, well, now clean her up, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> well, she could be smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Why does she look so sad? It looks like we just like cut off half of her body. Make her smile. 
<laughs> she also, um, th this crime was possibly linked to several other things, including another guy called the Cleveland, what's his name, like the Cleveland Marauder, another, the Cleveland Torso Murderers, which was another group of murders in which women were just sawed in half, which just takes a lot of energy. It Ooh. is. It was also known as the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run. That's a fun oh. one. <laughs> Ooh. That's going to be the name of my Shakespeare play about my life. Uh, <laughs> I feel like all the cuts of meat here at this butcher shop are really human-like. Mm -hmm. This is good. Tasty. You know what, though? I love it. I love it. I'm I going back. It. I'm just like, calm down, Martha. You're getting very intense about the meat. Don't look so at me like that, Martha. Of, no one knew what was going on, basically, because it was obviously that she was murdered in another place, because when they found her, she was totally drained of blood, um, horribly mutilated, um, and now recently... The son of the man who owned the uh, lot that she was found, his name was George Hill Hodel, a Los Angeles doctor. Um, his son has become a very famous true crime author. His name is... Uh, Steve Hodel, and basically he's going back to, he's pretty much convinced that his father's the murderer, and he went back with forensic uh, forensics dogs, because apparently back in the 1940s, especially in LA, this was an incredibly crooked town. Yeah, right. Much like, I mean, everywhere now, in America yeah. in the yeah, 1940s. Yeah. And this um, guy, Hodel, was already a principal suspect in the investigation, and the detective had, had even planted a bug in his house to list for incriminating admissions. But before authorities brought charges, Dr. Hodel abandoned his family and relocated to Asia. Oh. And, you, and did you hear his, like, what they, when we recorded it? It's like one of the most 1940s confessions I've ever heard. He's just like, suppose that I did kill the Black Dolly. They couldn't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary because she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking walnuts the whole time. Um, but there, so basically, there is a. They've been found. They've basically found a bunch of forensic evidence that's pointing to the fact that it was probably his father. Okay. They brought in a bunch of dogs in there because apparently they never did any sort of forensic uh, investigation whatsoever because he was so well connected and a multimillionaire in the forties. And you know, basically, so they 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 totally slandered Elizabeth Short's name, saying she was a prostitute. Essentially, everyone kind. Kind of believing she she deserved whatever she got, so, so there was of, not an extensive investigation. What's the uh, some of the forensics there that they found out or that they used? I can't really find anything, but they're just saying that there were traces of Short's remains in his basement. Well, they're bringing. And this has been, and this is he died in 1999, and he's been, and the, the son has been trying to get this going since then. And I mean, which is also just kind of baffling to me, the yeah. fact that like it took, the, like I don't know why it's taking this long, but apparently now they're saying that it's pretty much definite that he is the fucking killer. Uh -huh. Well, they're bringing uh, corpse sniffing dogs into the house. That's their like they're yeah. looking for any kind of traces whatsoever. Apparently, these corpse sniffing dogs can pick something up. You know, sixty years later. You know how scary that would be if you like you're an elderly lady, but you're still alive, and the dog just goes up to you and starts sniffing around and then barks. <laughs> All Rooting right, around her crotch. <laughs> yeah, this pussy died forty oh, years you ago. Like you. <laughs> I wish it all police weren't like this. Yeah. In <laughs> other LLA news, there's also uh, there there's some belief that there are some missing confession tapes of Man uh, Charles Manson, and he may be responsible for like, like 20 more murders. Whoa. Uh, who started so up this? Up in the numbers. They are up in the numbers. Uh, who's, who's, who's saying that? These are just people saying that? Where's this thing? I just saw this thing. Where's this? I just had it out. And then I, I feel it. like if he had any more murders under his belt, he would have spoken about them at this point. I mean, he's desperate for attention. He loves the camera. That's at least a couple of other interviews to get him out of solitary confinement if he confesses That's totally to 20 true. kills. Yeah, I'm, pre I'm pretty certain that 
That is bullshit. Yeah, same thing. Dead as lawyer. BTK. His dead lawyer yeah. says family man, family member told him of other murders in tape. Oh, so, okay. So, it, so everybody involved with whoever had the proof is dead now. So it doesn't even really matter. Right, right, right. It's total nonsense. Um, well, let's continue on with some more total nonsense, Henry. You sent a great email out, and it was a very what in- total nonsense. Hold on, let me close my window. The, the constant helicopters that hover above LA are fucking. Is it a drone? <laughs> Look out! They're blowing people up now. They're blowing up American citizens, Henry. Get out of there! I think that there is a helicopter on my roof. <laughs> Did it land? I don't know. It's just are there ATF loud. agents breaking through it's your window? It's loud up here. Have yeah. we cracked something too big? <laughs> oh my god, they're fucking onto me, man. They're reptilians. So I've been sitting alone in my room quite a bit. Um, uh-huh. So I've been going out. I've been going out. I've seen people. I'm trying to. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a good time. You have not been going you know, out. <laughs> LA is a font of dumb shit. Yeah. But also some of the best... Uh, uh, magic, ghost, murder stuff on the face of the planet mm-hmm. because everybody who is here is an absolutely total wacko. Right. Um, in terms of, especially if you live out in the desert. Yeah. Um, and so what be. I've discovered, I've been reading a lot about on this fantastic website called ghosttheory.com <laughs> that I think everyone needs to check out. It does uh, It does uh, current uh, paranormal news. Henry, I just, like have every to, day. I just have to ask my age-old question. Were you wearing pants? Never. <laughs> All right. He does Was I wearing his... pants? Was I wearing socks is the question. Were you? No. <laughs> <laughs> as nude as the Irish. That's good. It was. Well, I don't think the Irish are nude on purpose. They just no. Can't. Actually, it's you know, nude fucking Irish, dumb Irish wear suits to bed because they're <laughs> they go naked to work, but they wear suits to bed. Oh yeah, because if not, they claw at each other like a bunch of monkeys. The dumb Irish. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> All right, so let's get I'm back to this. Fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I've been reading a lot about you know new theories on the idea of what, what ghosts are and. I read this fascinating article that it started here, uh, basically uh, about an experiment that was done in, I believe, Philadelphia. Hold on, I'm just pulling it up again right now because I forgot to lift this up. Where basically a group of scientists and researchers got together and they purposely created a ghost. Now, okay, was this before or after the circle? Investigating deeper into this idea, you know, like are ghosts true personalities? Are they independent of where they're from? Are they independent of the people that they're haunting? And this is pointing towards this this idea that that ghosts are just manifestations of things going on inside of our brains. Okay, and so this was started by what's this guy's name, Doctor Wilson Van Dessen. Yeah, I believe it's – what is his name? It's some – yeah, it's, no, this, no, is, is, this, this is the, the normal the... one. This is Dr. Joel Witten. Joel Witten, and, yes. Ah, this is part of the Toronto Society so that just, uh, Psychical Research, huh? Psychical Research. Yes. Okay. This is what I do here now. I'm just going <laughs> to get It's what you do here too, so don't – Every yeah. single person I meet thinks that I'm totally insane. But what they don't understand is that I have my finger on the pulse of what's really going on. I think that they were right the first time <laughs> when they called you insane. Um, so basically, so the, 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 let's start with this first story. Basically, these researchers got together and they, is it possible to create a ghost? 
So these are mm-hmm. the t- type of familiar ghost experiences that you could say are good, that can like constitute familiar hauntings. You know, some researchers a group of teenagers gathered around a Ouija board receives a mysterious messages from a person's spirit who claims to have died forty years ago, and then you know a paranormal society conducts a séance where they con- contact ghosts that communicates through table rappings. Right, which again it would seem to be a lot of fakery and 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 and, sh- and shankerism. Mm, back in shankerism. The day. I'm I'm making up words. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It is fine. Um, yeah. So that was all. That was all a bunch of bullshit. So this group of researchers, <laughs> uh, some researchers <laughs> are out there trying and to. They, and they basically they're saying like so like let's purposely create a ghost and see what happens. So okay. the first task was to, they wanted to create a a fictional historical character that they could contact. They created a person named Philip Aylesford. All right. Yeah. And so what they started doing was they, they would put together a bio of this guy. And so I'll read you the bio of this character they created. Philip was an aristocratic Englishman living in the middle 1600s at the time of Oliver Cromwell. He had been a supporter of the king and was Catholic. He was married to a beautiful but cold and frigid wife, Dorothea, which is a great <laughs> name for a woman who doesn't fuck. Yeah, the absolutely. daughter of a neighboring nobleman. That's the whole bio? No, 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 no. One day, when out riding on the boundaries of his, of his estates, which is what aristocrats do, he came across a gypsy encampment. He saw there a beautiful, dark-eyed girl, raven-haired gypsy girl named Margot, and fell instantly in love with her. Because she smelled like a dog. <laughs> what? Got her back Are you making that part up? To live in the gatehouse near the stables of Diddington Manor. <laughs> Diddington. Diddington. Interesting. <laughs> For some time, he kept his love nest secret. But eventually, Dorothea, the woman with the frozen vagina, realizing he was keeping someone else there, found Margot, the dog woman, and accused her of witchcraft and stealing her husband. Philip was too scared of losing his reputation and his possessions to protest at the trial of Margot, and then the the dog woman was convicted of witchcraft and burned at the stake. So the woman with the frozen vagina killed the dog woman out of jealousy for this Philip character. Mm. Yes, and absolutely. And then basically rounded out, and then they they say that Philip was struck with such remorse that he committed suicide in this house. And so, so what Phil- they did was, is oh no, he cast there, himself began, to the he cast yep. himself from the battlements in a fit of <laughs> agony and remorse. Mm, interesting. <laughs> which, again, only aristocrats can really feel. I mean, which is screaming through yards and yards of wool. <laughs> um, but basically, so what they, they decided to do is they, they would set up these seance. They began formal sittings, and they would sit, and they would fill out the bio of Philip. They would sit, and they would talk to Philip, and talk to Philip, and just say, like, you know, say things about Philip's life, repeating all the stuff. Basically, as they were going... It worked. They found there was a boom, boom, two big raps on a table. And basically they would say they were, all these crazy sort of poltergeist behavior would show up in the room. But, but the thing was is that they would ask a questions and it would start speaking through a Ouija board. Okay. This, this entity, which did not exist before. And they, it, it would, it would have, do physical things in the room, but its limitations were it couldn't imagine anything outside of the bio that they created for it. Ah, uh, so they gave him a woman with a frozen vagina and a dog face girl. He, he, uh, they could have thrown him in a nice pretty gal every now and again. Absolutely, yeah. You could have put a Jenny McCarthy in there. Oh, my. Yeah. Hollywood has changed you, my friend. Ooh. Jenny you, McCarthy? By the way, no, I'm just saying just, just that's for me. Real quick off subject, have you seen any porn stars? Because I was there for a week. Remember that porn star we saw pumping gas? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so hot. Right. Oh, no, no, I haven't. Get out of your house. Put some pants on. 
I can't leave this house. <laughs> you can't, I can't leave this house because the helicopters—they follow me to the taco stand. All right, lunatic. So, is it, so if I if I am reading between the lines here correctly, yeah, the only place you've been going since you came to LA is the taco stand. <laughs> Listen, listen. They know me until there, they ban right? you. They know what I like. Yeah, I'm sure you go to the taco stand every day at 9 a.m. with your headshot in tow, and you give them your headshot, and then you're and like, a briefcase. Oh, just no. one headshot in a briefcase. Yeah, and I just work? walk down the 405 freeway. Yeah, and I just flash it at people. You're like the McCarthy of comedians. That's great. <laughs> no, I go, me and Edward. I'm here with Ed a lot, and uh, we go and take up space at restaurants here. Hmm. I'm sure you. Yeah, do. I saw you guys took a nice trip to uh, what was it? Knott's Berry Knott's Farm. Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you guys both look real. Fat. I mean, appropriate. <laughs> yeah, you guys look perfect Man, at Knott's he's Berry Farm. Big. I know. Hasn't he gotten fat? I was watching the burn the other day, he's and I'm like, so I know TV adds now. ten pounds, but it looks to add like an entire whale to him. I mean, that is astronomical. Henry, yeah, we, he's out there. He's he's enjoying himself. I don't know if he is, but either way, let's get back to this uh, Philip Ghost character. So basically, I was reading about this, and uh, the climax of the experiment was a seance conducted before a live audience of 50 people. The session was also filmed as part of a television documentary. This seance was recorded Philip before was a live not studio audience. performed above spec- expectations. Besides table wrappings, other noises around the room, and making lights blink off and on, the group actually attained a full levitation of the table. It rose only a half inch above the floor... Which is, seems more of a David Blaine kind of thing, but sure. this incredible feat was witnessed by a group and the film crew. Unfortunately, the dim lighting prevented the levitation from being captured on the film. Oh, interesting. And here is basically, the, so the, the Toronto Organization of Cyclical Research uh, basically you know, pointed towards like this idea that we create ghosts. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the Cyclical Research Center was uh, headed up by Dr. A.R.G. Owen, Dr. Arg. Arg. <laughs> his, his fucking mother named him when she fucking bumped her vagina on the end of a table. Arg. And a child was born. Um, but so with the, as I was reading this, I was like, this is really interesting. But it reminded me of this concept that I keep seeing pop up, like reading about like different ghost theories. And, and one of this is an ancient like this, it's a it's a Buddhist principle in a an object known as a tulpa. Mm-hmm. What's the tulpa a, all about? A tulpa is a it's it's an autonomous consciousness which also exists in a self imposed hallucinatory body, mm-hmm. which is usually much of your choice. Now, basically, it's just this idea. It's the same exact thing. We're using concentration and using meditation. You cr- you conjure. A being like you basically put all you put a personality into a space, uh-huh. and uh, eventually it it uh, materializes to you, and then becomes a totally separate entity to you, and can help you memorize things, can help you like basically you know it remembers every single thing you've ever done with it, every single thing you've ever read with it. It is it uh, Facebook. It can be your confidant. <laughs> it can be your enemy. All this dumb shit. Okay. And so um, what are some of the steps to creating a tulpa? You know, I'm not <laughs> are totally you shitting? sure. It's there's so again, what I love about the internet is that if you if you look, you receive a whole bunch of dumb advice. Right. But this was actually recent. So a guy named Irish created this website called tulpa.info. Um, yes, and the uh, heading on it is for science. Oh, for yes. science. 
<laughs> it was Which recent, too. He just posted this last guy. year. Okay. New information has come to light. New information has come to light, dude. This is the first time you've ever trusted the Irish, though. What's going on, Henry? This is my problem, is that I just, if only he would just, his if his name had been China, I would have been fine with it. Right, right. <laughs> they got all the information. Exactly. But, I mean, at the same time, I can't smell this guy, so I'm fine with him calling himself Irish. Ah, uh, okay. You know? And this guy's a fucking nerd, too. Like an annoying He's, nerd. You know, I don't believe it. I don't yeah. believe it. The guy who has the Tulpa website? <laughs> that would be Prince Charming. And there's an extremely, this, this extremely the- long FAQ. Um, all right. So basically, so this man's making the argument that ghosts are not real. Ghosts are created by man's imagination. How does this make you feel in regards to the ghost conversation? I don't particularly want this to be true because I like the idea of ghosts to be uh, a real uh, you know, group of folks that live in another world. But it fits back into more of the idea of, of how much our consciousness are involved in what goes on in reality. When in terms of like everything can be explained and go back into like, well, then ghosts can totally be scientifically explained because it's all just refractions back of like how we deal with the goop that is reality. Uh-huh. So I've spent a lot of time high in this room. Yes. Yeah. No. I firmly believe that's true. Um, so, how does this make you feel? Have you? Dude, this is my favorite example of his of Irish's ultimate nerdiness because they put it on here instead of saying tulpas, they say tulpe, t u l p a e. Man, if you weren't gonna read this, I was gonna. Yeah, you want to read it? You read it. So he's got a gigantic FAQ, and there's a lot of information, a lot of questions. Uh, can we you, just say it's well, you a, notice, a Q, like how frequently are questions, th- but then he keeps saying in the form for question, just refer to the fact. And then you realize, oh, it's because all it is, is, is fucking questions because it all may be total fucking alone person bullshit. Yeah. And so the FAQ uh, on general information, the third fucking uh, question is, where are you putting a Latin plural on a Tibetan word? Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, there are four main reasons for the Latin pr- plural. And then you get one, oh because God. topas, topi, and whatnot sound kind of awkward. Two, because Tibetan words don't really correct suffix- suffixes for plurals. They more or less change the word in some cases. You Boom, still want I'm people- not going mil- knock the milk out of his hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You still want people to know what you're talking about, so they don't think the words are two different things. Three, because on the Wikipedia page about tope sort of implies that thought forms are tangible. And by adding the Latin plural suffix, we're sort of separating ourselves from that belief. Four, because Irish nerd. and I had decided a couple months ago that it sounded coolest. That whole sentence needs to be finished with the words, Jeez, Mom! <laughs> Jeez, Mom! <laughs> now get out of That's here! Great. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with Horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be 
pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash last pod. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list. With Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. 
Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Um, no, this is, uh, so, so basically what he says is in order to do this, mm-hmm. he has like a little setup, his guide of, of, of how he created his tulpa, which I can only imagine looks like a 14 year old Asian girl. <laughs> okay. Um, anime. Cause he doesn't describe what his tulpa looks like. I'm going to make my tulpa look like, I, I was thinking like, uh, you know, just a pair of floating boobs. No, oh, that's a nice tulpa. Yeah. Like, like how big, one. like, uh, like a normal size pair of boobs or like a Four gigantic foot across, <laughs> Four foot across. Godfrey's voice. Wow. <laughs> wow. What are you doing, Henry? Um, that sounds like so. a terrifying tulpa. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. it. Though. That's what I'm going for. Good. Um, so at th- th- the very beginning, he's just like, this is why he got into creating his own tulpa. I was bored and found this whole tulpa, tulpa ordeal a year ago or so and decided I wanted a companion of sorts. So the idea of a tulpa really hit home. So this is also the caveat that he has to put at the very top of this. I decided on a form and the type of tulpa that I wanted and what I'd use a tulpa for. Basically, companionship. I found that in this stage, it is best to get rid of ulterior motives and thoughts such as making a tulpa just for sex or making a tulpa just so I can beat the shit out of it. These are bad and counterproductive and usually result in a tulpa that will try to hurt you mentally. So, again... I mean, all this is is he's just talking about making an imaginary friend. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's all this is. Yeah, But... It's the idea of you. It's again this idea of self self hypnosis, Henry. Where if you create it to the point where it can totally like, because you know how they say like people in solitary, you talk to your brain for a period of time, and then mm-hmm. it begins to talk to you back, much like right. I have been doing here. That's what I was going to ask you. How lonely are you right now on a scale of <laughs> not talking to yourself to talking to yourself? L.A. is the equivalent of just being in a in a in a hibernation chamber. Yeah, it's a right. horrible place. You could go outside. There is it is a sprawling, uh, wonderful place full of chicks with huge bosoms. Yeah, but I can't be boogie boarding all day. I can't be boogie surfing boarding. my way to work. Don't bring you know? Swayze into this. We're not talking point break over here. No one's asking you to go to the ocean. <laughs> Come on. It's cold in the ocean. I don't have my swimsuits with me. All I have is my <laughs> black t shirts with dead women on them. Ah yes. Good, mm. good, good. Maybe it's best you stay inside. <laughs> oh, you gotta see my new white zombie t shirt. It's pretty sweet. I love it. I absolutely love it. And it gets my the appropriate reaction here. So what he does is he creates, he comes up with this concept of a wonderland where you create okay. a land for your tulpa to live in. And basically you just fill it with thought, fill it with thought, fill it with thought. And you say, you say things such as, you know, like you tell it it's history, you have it speak to you, blah, 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 in your brain. And then he says after a while, he started feeling a funny feeling in the back of his head towards the spine. And then that's when you start showing up in front of you okay you and, know really going through this entire thing and reading it you could replace the word tulpa with furby and it would make the same exact <laughs> sense 
So have yes. you tried? Can my can my Furby work as an alarm clock? <laughs> Again, can will, I love it? Will yeah. my can Furby I, can kill I me cut slash a hole harm in my me? Furby and fuck it. <laughs> because that's what this is about. Will my Furby get jealous? Furbies do get it, jealous. The Furby, get, all the things getting jealous, but it's very, it's very intense. So it's like, is it true? Is it not true? I, I, I don't know. Like, well, I don't you, know if you're because there's also a big debate. It's like, are you just inspiring schizophrenia in yourself? Yeah, I think it's just imaginary friend time. Yeah, that's all it have is. Have you uh, got a stinging in the back of your head going into your spine? Have you tried this yet? Have you created a tulpa? No, 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 no. What I've been trying to do is I'm trying to set up a thing called a uh, – it's a uh, – I'm trying to think that what's the proper uh, term for it. It's called a ghost mirror. It's called a psychomantium. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what's a ghost um, mirror? And which is you just put a mirror in your room and then you need flickering light and then you look at it until you look at the mirror until you see ghosts. Um, man, see, what I like most about this thing about you being on Skype is that me and Ben can give each other disapproving looks about <laughs> you without you seeing. It's different when I'm in the room. This is hard not being in the room. Yeah, no, it is. It's fun. It's it's interesting not to see you, so that I can really like fully understand who you are as a person. Um, <laughs> this because is truly I feel like how I come across because yeah, you're the charming in, in humans. Yeah. Is how you're hearing me. Right. Yeah. yeah, you're charming in real life. You're cute and squishy and lovable. And then now I, I just feel like you're sad and lonely and weak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I am I am filled with tacos. <laughs> they keep me so nice. I also got some new stuff, yeah, from uh from way uptown. I got this like again, farm fresh, perfect weed that you can only oh, get nice. here. God. <laughs> See, that's a good thing about L.A. That's the but, um, first nice thing so you said. There's famous examples of this in history. There's a woman named Alexandra David Niel okay. who was like a fucking woman's revolutionary, traveled the world, like, and basically was one of the first women to ever meet the Dalai Lama, like all this stuff. And she said that she created a tulpa that looked like a gigantic sort of friar tuck-like creation. Oh. And uh, the problem with it, it was this big – it looked like me with the fucking wig on where it's like it was this big jolly friar tuck character right and then Fun. they uh the problem was is that these entities gain like they they, they gain sentience and they, they get to leave you and, they, and they're not a part of your personality anymore and you can't control them and this guy this essentially this creation of hers became evil and became like skinny and hawk nose and stuff what? and then it took her 20 years to destroy it with mind bullets with mind so, bullets where wow. do you buy those at can you get those at walmart no, 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 no. You like make mind bullets. That was the this guy, the guy was talking about too. It's like if you make your tulpa and you don't like it, well, first of all, you should start thinking about why you even made tulpa in the first place. But second of all, <laughs> you got to get rid of a negative tulpa. Then you know you're really gonna have to come at it with some pretty severe psychic assault because it's pretty permanently etched into the universe's fucking fabric. Um, it sounds like an RPG game. Uh, <laughs> it is an RPG game. Okay. It's another thing here too, where you can create items for your tulpa, yeah. which is that is that is RPG talk. It is. It <laughs> is items for your tulpa. Uh, it, def- it definitely is. Um, so, how do you create a mind bullet? I, I mean, it just you seems have, like, like a mind you, fact. It that a lot or? of it's like you just ignore it, and then a lot of it you literally just go like, "Go away, go away." Okay. <laughs> when you're you know in a uh, you know in a, a new while your while your parents are having you're dinner. sitting alone in your room yeah. and you just hear like go away go away in the other room yeah i'm certain that that's pretty it's so pretty it's just, difficult so it's just like around. exorcism where you just yell a bunch ah, yeah. and that's a mind bullet <laughs> yeah. 
The whole time your parents yeah, are you're stupid, you're stupid, Topa. Your parents are eating dinner in the in the uh, din- in the dining room very quietly, just wondering if you're ever going to have a girlfriend. <laughs> what did we create? He's an odd boy. But- that's the other thing too. Is like a lot of these dudes also be like, "Can I make my Topa like animated, like a squirrel?" And it's like all this stuff, and he's just like, "Yes, yes, you can, but you just have to be aware that you know you're gonna have to put a lot more energy into making it really fit into normal environment." But yes, you could definitely make an animated topo if you wish. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking you, losers! And it's, and it's all definitely in the type of uh, languages. If you wish, yeah. if you wish, yeah. I guess you know these fucking guys. I love them. Yeah, they're yeah. great. They're great guys. Um, so. Uh, have you tried to go to the mirror yet and, and, and create that? Do you have a mirror in your room right now, or are you going to go purchase one? No, 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 no. I mean, I, I have a little mirror, but it's a little circus. Like, it's a little circus mirror I have this room in here. It's, I think it's a little belt because I look a lot fatter in it than I should be. Uh, I just want to say uh, you, we've discussed what you have been doing in L.A., uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Was mentioned, uh-huh. and yeah. I believe four trips to the taco stand. Yes, and so perhaps not wearing pants. Uh, right, I had bone marrow last night, so it's different. You had bone marrow. It's the worst thing you could possibly eat. Oh my god, um, it's like God's mayonnaise. God put his perfect <laughs> mayonnaise inside our bones. That's the worst. That's the meanest thing a human god could ever do. Putting mayonnaise inside the bones because that's where it's most delicious. You gotta crack the buns. Uh, what uh, what animal do you get that out of? Oh, I think I had it. That was at a cow, but you can get it out of any animal with big, thick bones. Anything. <laughs> you can't really do it with chickens. I think you can you can suck on chicken bones until sure. they turn into liquid. Oh, but okay. That's, that's like a desert thing. That's like a or like an African thing. Oh, okay. now it's a, this is different. Here, it's like we choose the biggest, thickest bone and we we stab it in half, and then yeah. you just scoop all the stuff out of it, and they put a bunch of chimichurri sauce on it. So it was really spicy. Well, yeah. speaking speaking of food and uh, Los Angeles and ghosts and dead people, Henry, why don't you tell us the story? You're currently you're living with a roommate who pickles everything. I have to do this. I have to do this. And, <laughs> you, he he pickles everything <laughs> we'll and. Uh, uh, recently, this. we will cover this. Can you tell the story today, or you want to tell it later? Later. You want to tell it later? Right. Mm-hmm. We'll okay. save the pickle story. <laughs> uh, but we're talking about the the tulpas, of course, and uh, it could be argued that if this bullshit is real, then uh, like I'm assuming that the roommate is probably in the kitchen right now. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> yes. You know the thing is, Henry, yes. he is definitely more creeped out by you. Always remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's just really weird. He just brings his mirror yeah, into no, his bedroom. I, know. And I, I was actually sitting here yeah, yesterday. I was thinking about um, everyone who lives with me must be terrified of me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You nailed That's- it. Anyway, get back to the tulpas. To, to the tulpas uh, is that if if all of this uh, presupposing all if this bullshit has any kind of truth to it whatsoever, then of course it has to do with some sort of energy that you're projecting out into the universe. Sure. That a lot of people say that uh, ghosts are merely leftover energies from our brains. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. So mm-hmm. therefore, when some people die in particularly fucked up ways, that energy is burst out into the universe and concentrated forms which become ghosts that haunt people sure and i think that's i think that's incredibly valid and i and i think that in the end it does sort of tie into all of this and just this idea that 
that we affect our environment by just having consciousness. No, I yeah. see that, but uh, with the energy situation, then that goes against what he's talking about with the telpa, where it's uh, created by yourself. Isn't it but when you die, your energy goes out? That's the purposeful creation of a yeah. ghost. That just shows that if it actually can happen, if you can create an autonomous personality with just your own brain, is that you can manipulate reality okay. with just your will. So he's not arguing another existence of ghosts which just happened naturally. So yeah, he thinks that they both exist, but he thinks he can create them as well. Oh no, this is all coming from me now. Oh, this is yeah, all yeah, you. This is you. Yeah, <laughs> you're the nerd I need to discuss this with. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, so a lot of people say that ghosts are negative energies right. that that come from us. Talpas, I mean, that's a positive energy because you're creating something that you're creating a buddy. Unless it looks like Friar Tuck. Unless it looks yes. like, well, that's still positive. Well, no, because then it loses weight and it gets a beak for a nose. That's what that woman story was. <laughs> I think you should just go ahead and make a little girl, like Japanese girl, with long black hair and like no face. Yeah, just You're so you can get past the scary part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just setting the bar low, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so this comes from HealingHauntedHouses.com. So uh, let's go over right now negative energetic imprints. Ooh, let's well, hear let's about it. let's start with actually let's start with uh, thought form energy, which ties into the talpas. Okay, this is negative. That's what I do when I make my thought form energy. Yes, <laughs> I just sit alone in the room and go. Pew, 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 pew. You're adorable. In situations where a person holds strong, emotionally charged thoughts or even beliefs and hold them for a long period of time, they can create a separate energetic form called a negative thought form energy. This energetic form, which can attach to people and things, is sustained and magnified by the originator's own energy. And besides drawing upon their energetic resources, it can affect the energy field of the person who created the thought form of the energy field of their environment in a negative way. So... What this is saying is that people can neg- can create involuntarily negative tulpas. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah, the people it's like can. Kathy at work, who's always <laughs> fucking up the schedule. You're doing it. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that's Kathy so that's, works hard. So in in addition to uh, uh, consciously creating positive thought form energies, people can also create negative thought form energies okay. involuntarily and that is another explanation of what certain ghosts are which could also work into poltergeist like say you notice that a lot of poltergeist activity happens when there are young girls going through puberty mm-hmm. or uh, divorces in houses a lot of strange uh, just fucking like horrible shit going on that's when the poltergeist uh, fucking activity happens so it could be argued that poltergeist could be negative tulpas Definitely, definitely, and I'm actually very much into that. I, th- I actually think that that's very true. I think it's all accidental. It's his mm. energy doesn't know what to do, and then you know it's kind of trapped in this room. Yep. Right. 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 Uh, so, what are some uh, what are some negative energies? There's also adversarial energies. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Oh, were those negative energies you just went through? Uh, no, 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 I just went through negative negative energetic thought form energy. Oh, okay. This is just negative. This is adversarial energy. Adversarial. These are outside of ourselves. Okay. These negative. So, yeah, these are the. So, where do they say this stuff comes from? Is this sort of a more of a, the idea that it's like interdimensional? Yeah, it's. A, it, this is the idea that it all that all energy comes from one place. They don't call it God, but it is essentially God. Okay. That all energies come from one place, and that there's no evil or good energy. There's more. It's more of a positive and negative energy, and energy can be manipulated throughout human like by human. Human consciousness. Okay. So all yes. of this. Yeah, that's how it's manipulated. So adversarial energies. 
they create adversity in our lives by magnifying or energizing our negative thoughts, beliefs, emotions, and as a result of our actions, some adversarial energies attach to and amplify the negative feelings of ghosts and earthbound spirits. When people die before the time and stay behind, they as ghosts or spirits can still feel anger, frustration, hate, and sadness, particularly when they realize they are trapped there. So you're just talking mm. about pissed off ghosts right. uh, that feed upon your uh, energy. It's it's kind of like uh, the energy that you uh, put out when you're pissed off or something. Right. Those spirits absorb that energy, and so therefore they become more fucked up. They become more uh, right. aggressive. Yes. Yeah. You, that's you like this, that's like your friend Mindy trying to explain to you why you're still single. <laughs> right, 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 you know, right, like, right, right. Oh, you fucking putting it out there. But it's also what the um, the uh, the research center was also talking about when they created the Philip entity is that they actually don't know. That's the big question left behind. Is like, are we actually? There is room for. Or do we make these things, or do when we give them credence, when we give them attention, do we allow that? Do we allow spirits that otherwise exist to take form? Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and they also argue that curses are negative thought form energy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, every single time. Yeah, I just tell an old bitch on the street to go fuck herself. That's yeah, what I'm doing. I'm fucking throwing ghosts at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very possible that old bitch will be an old witch, though, and she can curse you. It's very dangerous. It's a mm-hmm. risky maneuver, Henry. But on the other hand, I guess cur- this is why homeless people always scream about how they're throwing ghosts at people. That's what <laughs> yeah. they're doing. Mind bullets, my friend. <laughs> yes, but curses are a two-way street since it happens it. at the ex- expense of the one who creates the curse since they have to feed it energetically to keep it alive. Ah, uh, it's like when you use a special move in, uh, in a lot of those old video games. Yes, you where you take, mix, yeah, it take hurts your energy you at the same down. time. Yeah. But that's the reason why I wear my safety hat every it, time I go out and do curses in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> have you ever thought that a homeless man that you passed on the street wasn't not you? <laughs> I feel like you know, it's what a are you very, talking about? I, think, I just walk around. I have this in and out bag on my head, and I walk around, uh-huh. and I tell various store owners how I'm going to throw ghosts at them unless they give me coupons. Okay, and how many coupons <laughs> do you currently have? Two coupons. Not bad. Is one from the taco stand? Absolutely. Because the thing is, what it comes down to is that you can get a lot in this town just by yelling alone. Because they're not really used to people yelling at them. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So if you just walk in a place like, you gotta get it, gotta get it, and then they normally give you stuff just to have you leave. Right. Which is a very, uh, it's a good good thing to do. It's a smart man's maneuver. I have a twofold strategy. I go in Uh and I yell and I berate them. I get my coupons. I leave. Come back in a tuxedo, right? Uh huh. Mm. Giving everybody a five dollar bill. Tell them I'm sorry for my rash actions, but I wanted to see if they're good people. But now I'm willing to spend my millions of dollars here at their establishment. The oh. best part is, is that both of those things are a lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Well, uh, is there? I'm anything- a born actor. You are a born actor. You're you're a brilliant actor. How have the auditions been going? It's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> 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 good, good. Anything else on these television cultures? is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the ultimate uh, uh, demon creator. Television. And every and these industry people just don't want to hear about tulpas. Yeah, they don't want to know the no. truth. I mean, they they don't got... want to hear about the fact that I'm reading this great guide to modern shamanism. Yeah, what have you learned from that book? It's just more like it's it's thought and and sight and hearing exercises in order to increase your shamanistic powers. So uh-huh. it's like. One of them, one of the exercises was like, pick a color. Notice that color every single time it appears in anywhere you go during the day. Ah. 
It's increase your awareness. See, I'm oh. it's also it's just like it says rub it out wherever you can. That was rub it out. See, I'm starting to think that this podcast is unhealthy for Henry. It is unhealthy. <laughs> because it normalizes <laughs> no, these no, behaviors. No, 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 no. It's yeah. making me a wholer person. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I think that, uh, yeah, all right. Well, I, I guess we can wrap it up. Um, so go out there, we'll ladies go, and gentlemen. I'll go more detail detail of other stuff, too. And then I'm going to have more and more uh, L.A. true crime for you guys. Yes. yes. Uh, everyone can't wait to hear about it. So uh, go create your own Telpa and, uh, you know, Facebook us and let us know how it went. And uh, Yes, please. If you Yes, if you've created your own Telpa, try to draw a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Take a picture of it and send it. Send us. it on in. That sounds great. Um, all right. Well, that's Marcus. I am Ben. And then over there in LA, we got Magusalations. Magusalations. Yeah, Hollywood. Hail yeah. Satan. Hail Gene. Hail me. And yeah. Hail yourself. This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo, and in 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host, Scott Aukerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast listen every monday wherever you get your podcasts for 25 years nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a mike's hard lemonade it's because since day one mike's has been making lemonade the hard way we use three kinds of lemons all hand-picked from family farms then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love mike's hard lemonade Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.